Hey, welcome. It's a happy day because Stu is very sad. Anyway, uh, let me tell you about your dog's food. How healthy is your dog's food? If it's kibble food you're putting in the dishes, it's probably not very healthy at all. Kibble food is sterilized, so everything, you know, all the good stuff dies in the process. And they do it so it can sit on a shelf in a store for two years. Yummy. That sounds healthy. Uh, Rough Greens is something you put on your dog's food. It was uh, something that was started by naturopathic doctor uh, Dennis Black. And uh, he found a way to put the essential vitamins, nutrients, and the probiotics and antioxidants back in to the dry kibble food. You just sprinkle it on top. Try Rough Greens right now at roughgreensruffgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33, G-L-E-N-N-33, 1-833-GLEN-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right, you sick, twisted freak. It's Monday. Oh, I've got a few things to share. National Radio Broadcast begins in a minute. What a fine and happy day. Yes, Philadelphia is burning down to the ground, but they would have burned it down to the ground either way. So does it really matter? The thing that matters to me is that Stu is very sad today that the Eagles lost. So it's a personal victory for me. Um, we begin we begin the program with a quick look at the Super Bowl and then... Uh, we have some new news on the FBI and the Secret Service and Biden. No, no, no. No, nothing corrupt is going on. Pay attention to the aliens from space that are attacking us with balloons. Oh, my gosh. We begin there in 60 seconds. So you're going through every day feeling like a zombie because you can't get good sleep. Feel your eyelids drooping. You yawn. You rub your eyes constantly. I do that. I mainly do that because of uh, uh, hay fever here in uh, Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It feels like you have rocks in your eyes. Anyway, um, if you're doing it because you're sleepy, do what I do. Try Relief Sleep. It is from Relief Factor, the people that, you know, have that natural drug-free way for for you to uh, get out of pain. This is a great sleep uh, product. We have my son does not sleep. I swear to you, he's a vampire. He does not sleep. So we've tried melatonin and everything else. I mean, you know, sure. Some would say, as a smaller kid, somebody might have said a little cup of Benadryl. But I mean, as my family, we used to have what was called as babies the whiskey nipple. Okay, I mean. Hey, Grandma, Glenn's an alcoholic. 
No problem there. Anyway, if you'd like a natural way to fall asleep, get 20 bucks. We'll get you the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away into dreamland. It is all natural, so it's not going to whack you out. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. It's relieffactor.com. Okay, well, the good news, good news for you. We're finally getting down to the bottom of it. CNN is reporting now on the truth behind the He Gets Us ads. Yeah, I don't know about you, but when that He Gets Us Jesus ad, I was like, Jesus on the Super Bowl in America? What what is happening? I he gets us. They're promoting Jesus. It's completely out of control. Yeah, I'll give that to you here in just a little while. Um, also, another unidentified object was shot down over the Great Lakes. Yes, this is the third time we've done it in three days. Yeah, today. Will the aliens come in the big, big balloon? I mean, they're all singing up, up and away in our alien balloon. Do you really think that they came from another planet and they're using a balloon? Here's the story from the New York Post. U.S. fighter jets shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday, making it the third time such action was taken in as many days and coming on the heels of last week's China spy balloon saga. (gasps) The spy balloon. But I thought that was completely innocent. In fact, can we please play that Joe Biden clip uh, where he was he's doing an interview and he so eloquently explains how it is just no threat. Listen. Wasn't it a a major security breach for the United States, just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace and flew over the country for so many days? No, look, (laughs) the total amount of uh, Mm -hmm. intelligence gatherings going on by every country around the world is overwhelming. Yes, Spectre. And the idea that a balloon could traverse uh, yeah. Break American airspace. Right. Is uh, is what is anyway. Yeah. It's it's not a major breach. Ha! Who doesn't feel better? Our commander in chief in total command. There. It's uh you know whatever. So I feel better about that. Now it was an octagonal object and it was tracked by radar over Montana Saturday. But then it began to fly in proximity to sensitive Department of Defense sites. Who knew we even had those? Uh, They said it was not a kinetic military threat or, you know, threat to anything on the ground. But it was a safety hazard and a threat due to its potential surveillance capabilities. Okay, the Chinese balloon had none of that. None of that. The Air Force officials say the latest three objects in the airspace are different, however, from the Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, yeah, they're different. We're called this according to an Air Force general telling reporters we're calling them objects 
and not balloons for a reason. Ooh. They're objects, like unidentified flying objects. Well, here's the reason. Um, they're calling them that, so President Biden can look tough on balloons. But they're not balloons. I mean, you know, it was my birthday over the weekend, and there were a lot of unidentified objects up by the ceiling of my house. I shot them all down. I took out my gun, and I shot them all out of the sky because they were hovering over sensitive sites in my house, mainly the plate of meat. And God only knows, God only knows. So we got that going for us. Now, um, just to give you a little extra trust, uh, you know, for our people in Washington. By the way, um, did you see that uh, I'm on the government list of uh, of disinformation? Uh, I'm a purveyor of disinformation. We're going to get into this a little later. Uh, I found this interesting. Because I thought, yeah, well, it was probably the ESG thing, you know, the Great Reset uh, or, you know, <laughs> you know, that the World Economic Forum has any power to, quote, infiltrate, uh, you know, uh, cabinets, you know, all around the world. It was probably that or 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 it might have been all the way back to Benghazi. You know, when I told you what really happened and uh, how that was going to lead to a caliphate, which it, it, of course, didn't. ISIS, sure, they declared it, but it was not. That's a conspiracy theory. Okay. Or the fact that our federal uh, reserve is just printing money and you're going to have inflation, you know. <laughs> what a dangerous disinformation puppet I am. Anyway, um, we can trust the government. Uh, we have a story now from Judicial Watch. They have received the records from the Secret Service related to the investigation of Hunter Biden's gun, uh, which was thrown into a dumpster, um, you know, right across the street from a high school. But no big deal. These new records suggest that maybe, perhaps, we shouldn't take a face value uh, face value, the Secret Service denial that it wasn't involved in the Hunter Biden gun cover up. What? Wait a minute. I, a federal agency possibly helping out the president of the United States, a Democrat and covering what? Records show agency officials discussing media reports of its alleged involvement with one finding it, quote, odd. So this is a Secret Service guy writing to another Secret Service guy. Don't you think this is odd that we're involved in this investigation? Yeah, yeah. And this is at a time when, quote, Joe and Hunter were not receiving Secret, secret Service protection. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Another official responded, maybe, maybe, one Secret Service official says to another, Maybe we were asked for a favor. Huh. Now, I can't imagine that happening at all. The records show the agency alerted the Biden White House and crafted a public statement insisting it had no involvement in this alleged incident. 
In September 2022, uh, Judicial Watch filed a Freedom of Information Act, a FOIA lawsuit, for the records and communication about their reported purchase, possession, and disposal of a firearm owned by Hunter Biden found in a Delaware dumpster. Uh, 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 the Judicial Watch reported December 22 that Secret Service repeatedly had changed its position on whether or not it was in possession of records related to the investigation. Where did we put those records? No, we threw them out. Are you sure? We might have thrown them out. Or I have them in another pocket in another suit. The newly obtained records show that on October 29, 2020, a person whose name is redacted emails a Secret Service official in the Protective Intelligence and Assessment Division with a link to a Blaze article published earlier that day. Now, the good news is not only is Glenbeck.com on the misinformation list, the official government misinformation list, but you should know the Blaze.com is on that list as well. And here's probably why. Uh, the Secret Service official uh, sent a link uh, to a Blaze article that was published earlier that day reporting that Halle Biden had taken a handgun owned by Hunter Biden in October 2018 and thrown it into a trash bin. The official then forwards the article to another official in the Secret Service. That official's name also has been redacted, but later comments in the chain Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Like, oh, dear me. Right? Like, you say that when you're not involved. Right? Don't you? Um, after uh, being forwarded uh, the same Blaze article, an unidentified protective intelligence research specialist responds to his colleagues, it's kind of odd that we're involved in the missing gun investigation when neither Hunter or Joe are receiving U.S. Secret Service protection at the time. Dot, dot, dot. H-M-M-M, otherwise known as hmm. To which another Secret Service official replies, maybe we were asked for a favor. But remember, they're not involved in any of this. Senior Secret Service officials whose names were discovered in the record were also notified of the Blaze article. So they read us. They really, really read us. I feel so, so happy about that. I mean, I read this article today and I was like, yeah, Lord, thank you for telling me to do the insane thing and, and start the Blaze. Maybe it was just for this. <sighs> they include the people that got the email, uh, James Henry, then special agent in charge of Philadelphia field office, Michael Ambrosio, assistant director of the U.S. Secret Service, um, the uh, Stephen Stanford, the then deputy assistant director of the Secret Service, uh, Lorenzo Newsom, the third, then deputy director, Douglas Henderson, deputy assistant director and office of investigations for the Secret Service. So. For a, for a group of people that was just not involved at all, it seems as though a lot of people were interested in this story. 
In a response to a February 24th, 2021 inquiry from Politico regarding the Secret Service involvement in the investigation, um, the Communications Department asked for more information and documentation. And uh, the Politico writer says, sure thing. Sure thing. Can you get that for us? Agents visited StarQuest shooters and survival supply and asked to take protection uh, possession of the paperwork Hunter had filled out uh, to purchase his gun there. The FBI seemed to have some involvement in that investigation, too. Well, when he asked that, they immediately said, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, unfortunately, the gun store uh, specifically remembers, and I believe they have surveillance tape, you know, in a gun store. They specifically remember a visit from the FBI and the Secret Service. <clears throat> and they turned over that documentation. Isn't it weird? <clears throat> but there's so much more. Back in 60 seconds. All right, let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. Meet naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. Hello. Dennis, I uh, understand that you are the guy who came up with Rough Greens. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, rough greens, you know, it's good, good stuff. Now that doesn't sound very technical. Well, I don't want to get all doctory with you. Okay, thank you. So uh, he put in probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, all that stuff. It's healthy for your dog. If it's healthy, it's in rough greens most likely, and most dogs will love it and go crazy for it. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to roughgreens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you a free trial bag, okay, just for it's a couple of days worth of you sprinkling your dog's food. And if they like it as much as Uno does, you're going to be amazed just how they wolf this stuff down. Then you'll get the full bag. And after you get the full bag, you just watch the changes in your dogs over the coming months. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, or R-U-F-F-Greens.com. That's roughgreens.com. And you can go there now, roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, this story goes on and on. You can get it um, by going to Judicial Watch if you'd like, or if you get my free email newsletter. Uh, It's one of the main stories today, uh, the Hunter Biden gun update. Um, Gee, it seems as though there might be some corruption going on in Washington. Strange. Oh, by the way, one more thing that seems to indicate some corruption The National Archives uh, coordinated with President Biden's attorneys for the discreet collection of classified documents. Now, remember, they found them at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. Now, the Penn Biden Center, you will know because we've done uh, episodes on TV about uh, China and their influence on uh, politicians and also on universities. Penn Biden Center. Wow. A lot of Chinese cash there. Um, But, hey, nothing to see there. They're not involved at all. And that's where a lot of these top secret documents were hanging out. Um, However, we find out now that they also ship some boxes 
to the Boston office. So we know he had top secret documents at the Penn Center, and then he had that one, but it was next to his Corvette, which nobody could even get close to. I mean, that thing is tripwired with alarms like crazy. You look into somebody's garage. Sure, they have a Sears garage door opener that pretty much anyone could hack. But, uh, you know, you look in there and you're like, oh, it's a Corvette. That's a classic Corvette. That's got to be the safest place in the world. Sure, they found them there and it is vacation home. But now we also know that they grabbed a bunch of these documents and then sent them up to the Boston office which is another completely safe place. You know, any place in Boston is safe for classified documents. Anyway, um, apparently the, um, the archivist, who's such a stickler on these things, uh, wasn't such a stickler on this. They were like, hey, can we just come over to Boston? I hear some are in Boston. Can we just pick them up? We'll just bring them over to the, the Kennedy, you know, uh, uh, political whatever bullcrap at Harvard, and uh, we'll just keep them there for a while. Oh, okay. Well, maybe the students could learn from them. Ooh, I wonder if they have any foreign students over there. Ah, well, let's not let's not hope. By the way, one other thing that I want to give to you here is um, apparently you know that big lump that was on John Fetterman's neck. It's not there anymore, so he's good. He's good. Well, not exactly good. You know, he was in the hospital um, because they thought, oh, he might have had another stroke. Apparently he didn't. He's back to work today. But the New York Times has just now this is going to come as a shock to you. The New York Times, which said he was fine. New York Times reporting now that Fetterman, quote, has been left with a serious mental health issue, mental health health issue and cannot understand often the words that others are saying to him as a result of the stroke. Um, It also says that according to the New York times now that he struggles significantly worse when he's under any kind of stress. The times are now saying that he says that it's like trying to make out the muffled voice of the teacher in a peanuts cartoon where words could never be deciphered. Well, thank you, New York Times, just in time. Hey, let's welcome his wife as the new senator. Yeah, before the end of the year, mark my words, commies are coming to the Senate. The Glenn Beck Program. When you woke up this morning, you felt it, didn't you? You've forgotten something. (gasps) Oh my gosh, this is the time for Valentine's Day. Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. I've done nothing. Nothing. Now, here's what you do. You turn that around and go, yeah, well, what did you do for me? Yeah, okay, a card and some other stuff. Yeah, but where are the steaks? Huh? And hopefully she doesn't have a steak or a steakhouse in mind. Good Ranchers is the way for you to uh, ditch the usual gift that just don't cut it, all right? Say it with American meat. Snag $30 off with the promo code back at GoodRanchers.com. We just had uh, Good Ranchers uh, for our Super Bowl. Uh, We had chicken and meat. Ooh, it was delicious. As we watch the Eagles lose. Anyway, 
GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Get $30 off the promo code uh, BECK. So do it now. GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. You don't want to miss an episode of any of the shows we have going on in the Blaze. Make sure you subscribe now. Become a family member. BlazeTV.com slash Beck. Promo code Beck. Well, today, today could be the day the aliens finally get to us. It could happen. Could happen. Some say this might just be a ruse. I think aliens are attacking us by using balloons. But uh, maybe that's just me. Have you not seen Stephen King? Um, I want to introduce you to somebody. His name is Carl Serafin. He um, has been indefinitely suspended as an FBI special agent. He's also a U.S. Air Force uh, veteran. Um, he was working counterintelligence investigations for about two years, and then he went to a specialty surveillance team. After about three years on the team, including time as assistant and primary leader, he transferred to Las Cruces, Mexico, to work criminal cases. Now, during that time, he provided um, a number of protected disclosures to the House and Senate. Um, he was a whistleblower. Then uh, he had uh, his suspension in April 22, and then his security clearance in June 22 went away. He is a Catholic, a practicing Catholic, and here's what led to his suspension. Uh, his pro-life stance, his belief in the oath of office, uh, led him to refuse the COVID-19 jab and blowing the whistle on the FBI's misuse of resources to target parents protesting school board meetings. Uh, also, he blew the whistle uh, disclosing sexual misconduct by senior FBI management, the abuse of the FISA authority by the FBI. Um, there's so many things. Um, documents showing the FBI was participating in election interference under the guise of policy or policing misinformation, blah, blah, blah. So he has just blown the whistle on something else now. This is something we covered on Friday. FBI's Richmond Division would like to protect the people in Virginia from the threat of white supremacists in the forms is, and I'm not making this up in the form of Roman Catholic parishioners that prefer the Latin mass. Yes, there, I said it. As ugly as it is, I said it. Uh, Kyle is with us now. Kyle Serafin, welcome. Glenn, thanks so much. That was a very kind intro. Well, I just, I I had to get the ugly truth out there, Kyle. Um, So, uh, federal whistleblower, thank you for that. Uh, and thank you for the service that you did do as an FBI agent. So are you a Catholic? I am. You yes, are a Catholic. Am. Are you an extremist? <laughs> I think the FBI <laughs> would think so at this point. Yeah, I think uh, so too. I'm a constitutional. Yeah, I'm a constitutional extremist. I think that the government should stay out of our First Amendment rights and should stay off our Second Amendment rights and should get a search warrant if they want to go and uh, search us under the Fourth Amendment. I mean, it goes down the list. I, I, I'm a Bill of Rights extremist, and uh, I just think the government should stay in its own lane. Yeah, but do you want the mass in Catholic, in in Latin? 
You want the Catholic? I, I love the yeah. It's, it's not easy to find where I am. Actually, I'm in kind yeah. of a remote part of Arizona at the moment. But ah. I love the Latin Mass. Uh, sure. I actually grew up learning Latin. I, yeah. I went to Cistercian schools and had a couple years of that, and then I went to Jesuit schools and had yeah. four more years of Latin. And uh, it's a beautiful ceremony. So why not? <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds extreme to me. Um, so Ky- so Kyle, they are. It appears in the information that you leaked to uh, Congress, um, it appears as though they are now infiltrating traditional Catholic places of worship uh, and, I guess, Catholic traditional uh, clubs, or I I don't know what they have, but uh, they're they're actually targeting uh, and... Uh, infiltrating now to find these rebels. That's right. Well, so what the, what, what the document showed, and, and this was an intelligence product coming out of Richmond's uh, field office, as you noted, it's, a, uh, it's an intelligence analyst recommendation that there are quote-unquote mitigation opportunities using source recruitment within the church to ward off these, uh, you know, white supremacists, the, the, uh, what they call racially motivated violent extremists. And, and by doing something like that, um, they're suggesting source recruitment within the church, 100 percent. Now, to the to the uh, FBI's credit and maybe also to its condemnation, it, it withdrew this document, or at least they've said that publicly to the uh, number of news sources that have reached out to them. They said, well, this was not, not meeting our exacting standards. <laughs> Here's the thing. It was sourced under three different uh, publicly available sources. Mm. Number one, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which we uh, all know is probably actually a hate group. Yeah. And then secondarily, they've got the Atlantic, that uh, bastion of right wing conservatism. And uh, and the the salon dot com magazine, which had two hit pieces, basically suggesting that Milo Yiannopoulos represents the views of the Catholic Church. I don't think that's the case as a Catholic. Right. But, um, right. I'm open to being corrected, of course. Sure. Now, let me ask you, um, Kyle, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Alexander Dugan, um, but he is from Russia. He's one of the main brains. He was the brain behind Crimea, the invasion and everything there. And he is what's called a traditionalist. He's not a Catholic. He's a traditionalist with a capital T, not small t. And there is a traditionalist movement, capital T, that is very dangerous. Um, And it's pushed by uh, Dugan and financed by many Russians. And it is here in America. And it is it has infiltrated many churches not necessarily the Catholics, um, but many churches have been infiltrated by this. Um, is there any chance that that's the traditionalism that they're talking about? I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, you can look at the analyst's note, and the analyst basically says uh, we're talking about Catholics here that sort of reject the post um, Vatican II Council reforms, which is to move the the mass into the vernacular and to be more accepting of other world religions and that wow. there's, you know, this sort of this concern that they put in quote with a lower case T traditionalist Catholics, you know, have the potential of being recruited to ideologies like white supremacy and anti-Semitism and some other things. So it'd be nice if we could give them the benefit, but uh, they, they don't seem to deserve it in this case, at least this particular write up. So can I ask you, Kyle, is this the, I just had this discussion with somebody over at the house last night in the Super Bowl. It's always fun at my house. And uh, and somebody said, you know, the stuff going on with the FBI, I don't trust the FBI at all as an agency. But do you think it's all the way down to the individual agents? And my guess is no, that the local agents 
are pretty good. This poison's coming from Washington, but I don't know. Do can you give light on that? It's it's a little bit of both. Um, so I've got a, a little podcast. I did an interview last night with Mark Haupt, and um, and so he was you know famously arrested by twenty plus agents and some uh, state troopers in Pennsylvania for protesting outside of an abortion clinic and defending yeah. his son. Pretty much a, a pretty standard fare in America. If you come up and right. say a bunch of horrible things in front of a 12-year-old, if you got it shoved to the ground, that's probably a pretty light punishment, and, uh, and it's a pretty, pretty reasonable uh, action I think most people would agree with. And um, so he had agents at all levels. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that when you have agents that are given an opportunity to carry out a search warrant or arrest warrant, and they see the probable cause statement, and they're okay with what was said about people like Mark, Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you also look at sort of the deeper level, which is that I had agents uh, in my office in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is a tiny little place. Um, there are only two abortion clinics in the state of New Mexico, at least there were in, um, in 2021 when this went down. There was a pill mill where they literally only did um, pharmaceutical interventions. And then there was a surgical facility up in Albuquerque. We sent two agents from my little office and my office only had something like 12 or 13 agents total working there for, uh, you know, 100 plus miles of Mexican border. And they went down and interviewed a couple of Catholic ladies who had an ultrasound trailer who tried to talk women out of aborting their babies. Oh, my God. And, uh, and, and, they, and they did an interview on that. So these are GS-13 level. This is what we call the brick agent level or what people often call rank and file. You know, they went out there and did that. And why did they do it? They did it because the, uh, the field office had stated that the number three counterterrorism priority in the state of New Mexico, like I said, hundreds of miles of the Mexican border and cartels left and right, the number three national security priority was enforcement of the FACE Act, which is this uh, free access to clinics piece. So I, I don't know that it, uh, you can say that it's just Washington. I think a lot of people are willing to put their head down and do their job and bury, their, bury themselves in work, but they're not willing to step up and go, you know, this is, doesn't fit what I signed up for, and this is really antithetical to the oath that I swore. So I'm not going to do that thing that you just asked and then face whatever those consequences are. Uh, I felt that way about the the COVID shots. I felt like they really rooted out and found sort of a compliance opportunity. And they found everybody that was not willing to comply. There's about 3000 people in the bureau. And now they're slowly targeting them. And every whistleblower that I've dealt with is an unvaccinated Christian for whatever that's worth. Uh, Unvaccinated against COVID. Wow. Um, Have you read uh, Ordinary Men? The book. I can't say that I have. Okay, so no. it's it's about uh, the police battalion uh, one hundred and one, and I've been, been briefed on this by my buddies who have read the book. So oh, yes, you need to read it. Every law enforcement or concerned citizen should read this. It's about what happened in Poland in nineteen forty two. One of the spectacular battalions of police, and they were turned internally quickly overnight and they became more ruthless than the ss and this book is just a study that was done after the war how did that happen and i think that's happening to our fbi right now and you just you know small little steps and you just keep going with it even though you're like i don't think this feels right you just keep going that's right yeah, my, my first public interview I did with uh, Dan Bongino, and there's a, a poignant piece at the end of the, the second hour, which is a, a long interview to do with anybody. But we talked about the, the FBI trip to the Holocaust Museum and all agents are required, or at least they were. There's some uh, rumor that they may have actually discontinued this trip. Huh. But there's a, a Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. We all go through and walk it and they have a very particular law enforcement only program. And it's meant for any law enforcement at any level, state, federal, local, doesn't matter. The whole point of it is, is that if you get federal officials, you get your state, your local and um, 
your federal law enforcement and usually the military as well on board with whatever it is you're doing, then you yep. can carry out all kinds of atrocities. But every single level there has the opportunity to throw that flag and say, no, this is wrong. Correct. This is immoral. This is unjust. And I'm not going to participate. And when that happens, you put, you know, things like the genocidal actions that happened in the Holocaust, you know, you freeze it in its tracks. That's the goal of that of that um, that trip is to teach us that that is an opportunity to say no. And what we saw in 2020 and 2021 was that a lot of people knew things were wrong. And my own supervisor was a great example. He said, I believe that what you're doing is correct. And I believe in your right to refuse this, you know, this vaccine shot. Right. And yet I have a mortgage. I have uh, alimony. I've got to pay my ex-wife and I can't agree with you. So do what you're told. And the answer was, well, no, I'm not going to do that. Wow. Um, so I've got about a minute left. Is this, are we able to fix this or do we have to, you know, turn it on or turn it off and turn it back on again and reboot the entire system? I think the latter. Um, wow. I, as you probably know, I'm friends with uh, Stephen Friend yeah. in Florida, and uh, we talk about this all the time. But I don't think that you can save the agency without there, there's only one you know narrow path. You could remove the domestic intelligence mission and remove sort of the intelligence component. But in reality, so many people are compromised because of their own decisions at this point. Yeah. In the last two years, maybe three years that, uh, you know, they've really tipped their own hand and they have to doubt themselves like they haven't. They've walked over probably their own personal line in the sand and and walked into territory that is that is antithetical to the to their own oaths and they probably feel it and i don't know that you can reboot an agency that easily so um you know i don't know if congress has the has the stones to do so but that should be what's on the table discussing a, a total teardown and either a renovation or maybe just move the mission and, and build it somewhere else with a, a brand that's not been so corroded well i will tell you that i i've talked to several people in washington and the ones that i know and respect are in for a reboot whether all the rest of the weasels will do it or not, I don't know. Um, thank sure. you. Uh, thank you so much, Kyle. Again, thank you for your service. Thank you for any, any FBI or anybody in the federal government that's willing to put their neck out uh, and be a whistleblower. You will be remembered kindly in history. Kyle, thank you. Thanks, Glenn. I really appreciate it. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. No question that the Internet has been amazing for connecting us with each other the whole world over. But its strength is also the weakness. A lot of cyber criminals are also connected to us, manipulating online connections and relationships to their advantage. Um, there is only one thing that you have to do, and that is watch yourself, watch your back, and get some online protection or you will lose your identity at some point. You will have a uh, cyber hit and attack. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect our lives. And what is coming is even worse. Get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock right now. Top of the line in security, both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. However, LifeLock by Norton, I think they're the best in the business. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code back. Glenn Beck. Well, there was a very disturbing commercial last night during the Super Bowl. You know, everybody's you know, humping and grinding and stuff. And then this Jesus thing comes on. 
CNN is here to expose the He Gets Us campaign. Here it is. Showing pictures of people being nice to each other. Oh, my God. Look at this. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm These people are talking. I can see through this and see what's behind. Now they're starting to yell at each other. Oh my god. Look at this. All these people protesting. Politicians yelling at each other. Oh, people on a plane rushing to get out. Old people yelling at young people. Young people holding and yelling at old people. People of different color arguing. Oh my gosh. What is happening? Jesus loved the people we hate. He gets us. Now, I don't know how that got past the censors. Uh, this is this is disturbing. Preaching love. <laughs> so it's part of a hundred million dollar media investment. Um, and it is, oh, the campaign, it quote, is arresting. I think that's code language to the FBI. Uh, yeah, came from a bunch of uh, philanthropists who believe that we should probably start listening to Jesus. Um, and it's what's weird is the people, uh, a lot of Christians believe it's a woke campaign. And the left believes it's a dangerous Jesus campaign. So it's working out well. It's working. We're listening like Jesus did. The Glenn Beck Program.